I am here today with my incredible client, Freya. Um, we've had such an amazing journey together so far. And she is here just to talk about her journey, really. We've we've gone through some good times, haven't we? We've had uh, an incredible diet phase. She's now moving into what we would call maintenance, which we'll explain and talk about a little bit more. Um, but Freya's done two of our photo shoots, half marathon. Uh, she is <laughs> she's absolutely destroyed it. So, yeah, welcome yourself. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so my name is Freya. Um, I'm 28. Uh, I live at home with my fiance and my two pugs. Yeah. And I've been park trained with Anna now since November 2021. Yeah, it's almost our year anniversary. I know, I know, nearly. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll just introduce people in terms of like, first of all, where you were before starting the team, because obviously that, that's super important to, for people to understand what position you're in. So in terms of like you overall, how you were feeling in your body, what you were doing in terms of training, et cetera, um, just, yeah, explain to everyone sort of where you were before you started the team. So before I joined Train With Anna, it was kind of that weird period where we'd come out for two years of lockdowns and I feel like Nobody thought it was going to go on as long as it did. So, <laughs> so when, the, when the first lockdown started, I feel like maybe I was quite motivated. Uh, I did a bit of running in that lockdown. Um, the food wasn't that great, but I was still quite active. And you think it's just going to be about six months. I feel like everybody thought, oh, this will pass. And we'll be back in the gym in six months. So let's just tide ourselves over. And then we were going in and out of lockdowns and people everybody came so a lot of people became so demotivated I became very demotivated I couldn't get on with home workouts I was eating a lot I was not moving very much at all um so by the time it came to coming to see you in November yeah I was in a very very unfit place I was not looking at my nutrition at all um in lockdown I feel like the things that made me happy were food and especially you know like donuts <laughs> So we would, yeah we would get the um the DIY kits that you could do it at home like donut time brought out their own kits yeah um, it was dangerous was wasn't it, it there, there was. was a um my cookie dough had their own yes. kits oh my god I remember this I had this one you know sorry to cut over there I, there was there was always this craze as well do you remember it was Easter and they did those like filled eggs Yes. I remember yeah, yeah. I ordered like five because you're, you're so right. There was nothing else to do in lockdown other than get excited about food, was there? Literally, yeah. Like the food delivery would come and it was like, yes, that was the best part of the day, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before you started, then we were just in a bit of a place where, you know, we had no control over our nutrition. You weren't really mm. training uh, to where you wanted to be. And how did you feel in yourself in terms of your physical appearance? You know, how were you feeling in your body? Yeah, I felt very low about my body because I sort of got to a place without even realising it. And I, and I think a lot of people see this where the the weight, it creeps on slowly, slowly, slowly. And suddenly you're like, wait, my shorts don't fit anymore. My jeans don't fit. This dress used to zip up or now it fits, but I can't breathe in it. And I got to a place where I didn't want to wear shorts anymore. And I would always be wearing shorts and, and skirts because I'm um, I'm five foot nine. I'm like 70% legs. <laughs> so it's, like, it's the one asset that I get out. And um, I didn't want to do that anymore. I wasn't happy with the way that I looked and mainly with the way that I felt. Even sitting down, I could feel my jeans cutting into me. And it was a, it was a kind of a point where... I either buy bigger clothes, which is an option, is to buy bigger clothes to fit your body, or 
I, I get myself back in the place where I'm happy with my fitness, I'm happy with my health, and I can wear the clothes I've already got in my wardrobe. Yeah, 100%. And, and what made you like, obviously, I think one of the biggest setbacks, obviously, for people to, for being the position you're in, to working with us, I'm aware, or with anyone, or doing something about their health. In my view, obviously, as a coach, a lot of it is the fear of failure. It's the fear of, will I be able to do this? Am I going to fail at it? Am I going to spend my money and not be able to do it? And is that going to feel worse than I feel now? So from my side, like a lot of people hold themselves back because they're worried about how shit the failure will feel. So they actually just accept that where they are is is it. Yeah. So what what was the difference between that mindset and yours? You know, what, what really sort of kicked you to wanting to reach out and, and actually work with us? Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're totally right. Like a, a lot of people, it is the fear of failure. And I, I'm not going to lie, I did have those feelings. I very nearly didn't message you. And there were times when I may have messaged you and I chose not to because um, I was worried about failing. And this, um, I, I have dieted before. This wasn't the first time I had dieted. I've dieted many times before, in fact. And um, I thought oh, it's not worked out the last times. And what if I do it again and I fail? And obviously and that's embarrassing it is embarrassing I, I thought I would feel embarrassed by starting something and failing and especially somebody like yourself because um I first came I, first, I didn't meet you at Body Power but I saw you from a distance and I was like oh she looks cool and I used to follow you on Instagram back when you had your other Instagram yeah um, and it was only it was it was funny it was only in lockdown that I was thinking where has she gone she disappeared off Instagram and I was racking my brains trying to remember your Insta handle and I found your train with Anna and you were sort of building it up and I had watched it for a few months and I'd seen some transformations so I'd seen um, Charlotte's and I'd seen Michelle's and I thought to myself if I don't start now next year the time will have passed anyway so why not just start now? Because the thing is, you, you can't fail. It's not actually something that you can fail at. No. Because even if, you know, some people do six months and they go. Some people stay for years and you, 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 you cannot fail. You're only going to get better no matter how long you stay, no matter how little you do. You're, you're going to achieve and you're going to get better. And I just thought these women have had incredible transformations. Look at what they've done in, in months and years and I want that to be me I want to be sat there next year chatting to Anna and being like I did it I'm back I'm back I'm, I'm fit and happy again yeah and I it's, it's incredible to hear I've got two questions off the back of that one of them is if you could go back to the the you that nearly messaged me a few times and give her some wise words of wisdom what would it be what would you say to that person that was hesitating to message to ask for help because she was scared of failing I think I would say just just do it you've got nothing to lose by doing it even just by having the conversation with you um I'm sure you would agree by somebody talking to you is better than not talking to you at all even if they chose not to sign up just having that opportunity to chat to you and just uh, sort of open the door a little bit more because some people close themselves off so much they just need a little bit of a step in the right direction and yeah, I would just, just say, just go for it. You've got nothing to lose by either talking to you or messaging Tori or Jess, you know. Yeah, have, having a conversation, to, like you said, yeah. to open the door to say, okay, actually, maybe that's not for me right now. Or, okay, maybe maybe 
maybe that they're not as scary as I think, and maybe that could work for me. <laughs> so you obviously mentioned uh, you had a coach before. So, um, you know, maybe let's talk. I think one of the biggest things that we're going to take away from this podcast is how well and um, how many realizations you've had from your maintenance phase which you're doing now because you are like the happiest person I've never received so many podcast uh, so many vo- voice notes that sound so incredible but obviously you, you worked with a coach before what do you think um has gone differently in terms of you know full respect to this coach what do you think is, has gone differently this time that's meant that you potentially gone through a further phase so did you do a, a maintenance phase as such with this coach or was it something that you sort of left once you finished your fat loss yeah it was something that I left and it wasn't um it, that wasn't my coach's decision at all it was completely my decision and I think I just underestimated the importance of the maintenance phase even though a lot of coaches talk about how important it is it was something I'd completely underestimated yeah. and I was at a quite a difficult sort of uh, crossroads where I just um I just discovered CrossFit and I really wanted to move into the CrossFit movement and it wasn't really fitting with what I was doing with my coach which was primarily gym-based workouts and the nutrition and things like that and and I thought no do you know what then I'm not going to do this anymore I've I've lost the weight I've started up my new fit gym and they're going to help me get you know fucking strong (laughs) that's what I was hoping (laughs) And then I literally went off on my own in like the February and then it was the March was the lockdown. So it it was very, very unfortunate timing, really. I'm not obviously too sure how things would have panned out differently. But I do find I can see now having been in maintenance for three weeks, three and a half weeks, I think, uh, the importance of it and the importance it's going to be continuing on with it. And it's a really good point. Me and Jess did a podcast earlier on that, actually, and it's what you what happens is you become a pro at dieting right so when you're somebody that gets to the end of a diet you fucking got it you know you've been away on holidays been away in festivals you know we, we've continued to lose weight like you are in terms like the mac daddy at fat loss so you it becomes a point when you're like you know you're a little bit less reliant on your coach for those small needs those you know and i'm worried about this worried about that you know you have the confidence you're like and i did this this and this you know because we've worked together for a good amount of time and you've nailed the fat loss but then it yeah. becomes that point, doesn't it, of you're like, well, like you said, I don't need it anymore because I know what I'm doing. And it, it's how much do you think that you underestimated how different the maintenance would be compared to the diet? Yeah, yeah, a lot. I remember one of the first messages I sent to you, I, I thought, this is hard. Why is this so hard? And I, I remember actually the first week being such quite kind of like a low. I yeah. mean, I was also coming off the back of doing the shoot and my first half marathon so the low I think was even more yeah. <laughs> but it's it's weird because you're not seeing the scales going down you're so used to seeing the scales going down and suddenly they're going up down up down up down but fluctuating within a certain range and it's kind of getting used to that um but also just a change in, in routine slightly in terms of eating a bit more calories and tracking even more carefully than before like you couldn't yeah you know <laughs> really really important that part yeah and it's a big it's a big thing that we put out there because like you said there like what you can do is you can work with anyone you know anyone and if you decide that you're you don't want to do the maintenance and you're done and you know what you're doing the problem is is you saw like obviously what happened is you ended up gaining the weight back and I think obviously maybe it wouldn't have been as tense if it was in lockdown but maybe it would have been you know you know a lot of people do unfortunately lose the hard work because you get so complacent don't you you know you've got to a point you're like 
I've fucking smashed it. I've done it. You know, I've, I've reached the goal that I've been working so hard for for like six, seven, eight, 10, 12 months. So what, what was your biggest fear coming from a diet to maintenance? So that first sort of week, maybe when I, I sort of said, you know, when you say how calories to this um, and you started to sort of venture into that, did you have any fears at that point about food, about any of it really? Like what, what were your thoughts going, going through your mind when we said, right, we're going to move into that maintenance phase now? Yeah, so I think my biggest fear, which is probably similar to a lot of people's biggest fear, is the fear of gaining weight. Yeah. Is the fact that you're putting my calories up. And I mean, I have, I don't remember not being on a diet really. I've dieted probably since the age of 13, 12, 13. So to put my calories up was kind of, I, I just immediately thought I'm going to start gaining weight. I don't know if I want to be doing this, but I knew that I couldn't stay on low, lower calories forever. And then another week goes by and they go up a little bit more. And I think, oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so worried about gaining weight. And yet it has been the most liberating experience getting on the scales every morning, seeing the weight fluctuating and not feeling any, I just feel neutral about it. It goes up, down, but it stays within a range and I'm enjoying eating eating more calories and, and I'm not gaining and it's just been such a such a good experience so far what do you think is like influence the good experience of it you know so what are the things that we're, like maybe we've done together that have helped you that because I totally re- resonate to that because obviously you know like you said you spent so long and also together we spend so long we're like right Freya stay in this calorie target stay in this calorie target you know maybe you swap that food for that lower calorie food so you you get programmed into your mind less 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 mm. just naturally obviously we're dieting at the end of the day and then obviously it's like all of a sudden we're like Freya more eat more and you're like oh okay oh <laughs> yeah it's um I think the good experience is I would say probably the flexibility because you are eating a, a little bit higher calories so for example I had a Chinese last week I didn't go crazy that on it because realization for you wasn't it yeah yeah it was a huge realization because what maintenance isn't is not well this is where I think people go wrong and where I went wrong before by not maintain maintaining before was that you go back to your old habits and you think oh I've dieted now so I can just eat whatever but it's not that you're still tracking but for example I had this Chinese and I and I tracked it but it allowed me that flexibility because I had the higher calories on that day and I'm fine I'm still maintaining and it's like it's things like that that is the best part of the about the maintenance phase is the flexibility is the fact that you this is a lifestyle and you really really start seeing it as this is my life now and if I continue like this I don't have to next year come back to you and say I've got two stone to lose yeah or you know I don't have to go on slimming world or weight watchers ever again in my life which makes me so happy (laughs) to to do that yes we can eat avocados forever but the that's that's one thing that I think is really crucial because what we did is uh just a FYL phrase journey so we did a a team photo shoot and then the week after she did a half marathon um which is incredible and then off the top of my head the week after that we sort of had a week where we weren't really tracking so I think that when you mm. anyone when you train for an event um you know especially for the first time as well after that you do get a little bit of a, a lull a bit of a low because you've just had so much intense excitement and then after that it's like what am I doing now you know what what's the purpose that I've got and obviously you need to recover from that so one of the conversations that we had wasn't it and I, I said to you, you know Fred listen to these podcasts we've got maintenance but understand that this is the time out of all of this journey you need to put the most effort in because 
did you did you sort of realize at that point as well like how easy it can slip after that diet yeah yeah no 100 percent. because that week after was the week that you went to ibiza and i was like well i'll be i'll be on, I'll be on holiday too <laughs> coaches away i will play <laughs> yeah i don't need to track oh uh, yeah and my tracking was a bit wayward and it is very easy to see how you can slip into eating more calories than you think because everybody thinks oh, i've not eaten that many calories today but <laughs> truly went back and like sat down and saw what you had I mean on the day that I did the half I had this massive piece of cake like huge and we had a Papa John's and God if I mean you, you you think at the time you just have no idea how much things are until you actually properly track so yeah I'm listening to your podcasts 100% helped as well those maintenance podcasts yeah that, and that's like that's why I think that there's this big gap that we we're so determined to bridge in between like understanding that there's no time that you need more support than now because all of these fears that you've got, you know, that increase of calories, the change on the scales, the getting comfortable with tracking, you know, it's understanding all of that, but also understanding that you don't have to be so in terms of like strict on yourself at that maintenance as well. Like that you realize that you can be flexible, but it's about understanding how flexible and that's something that, yeah, it's just, it's so, so important that we can do together. So obviously yeah. out, out of the back of all, all of this then so obviously just explain to people like what what's the journey been for you so you know how how do you feel so different compared to when you started in terms of your mindset your body your fitness levels like where, where are you now and how do you feel I feel I just uh, I've got my confidence back that's the main the main thing for me was to get my confidence back because it's it's not like I've been sheltering away for years and suddenly now I'm like a butterfly. I, I have always been a fairly reasonably confident person. And for me, it was about getting my fitness and my health back. Yeah. And when I came to you in November, I was, I was low. Yeah, I was probably at my lowest point in terms of not, not just my weight, but it was mainly the fitness and the health aspect. Whereas now... I uh, I mean I'm, I'm I'm running a half marathon I'm running my second half marathon second half marathon <laughs> one I I just feel so much better in myself I can wa- walk everywhere I choose to walk everywhere as opposed to taking the car I will choose the healthier option because I want to not because I necessarily have to but because I want to and because I enjoy those foods and and it is so easy because I've been there to be in a place of eating the beige food and the easy food and the easy option but honestly once you're into it and you're feeling fit in yourself and healthy you just want to make the healthier choices and I feel so much better in myself overall definitely 100% and um even even just in my body I I've lost 10 kilos with you I could technically still probably lose another 10 I could still be smaller if I really wanted to be but I think I'm at a point now where where it's it's body acceptance where I can sit here and I can look at myself and think yeah you look great of course you could look 10 kilos lighter of course you'd look different but you can run a fucking half marathon so that is to me being physically fit and healthy in my like mind and body is so much more to me than either a number on the scales or a dress size yeah and and the, the place that you're at right now is is it's so easy to chase these like super lean super defined by the way all but our phrase bitches you look fucking incredible you look sexy as hell 
Um, but you know, it's so easy to chase this six pack or these abs and these things like that. And like you said, there, it's about the body acceptance. It's about you know walking into wardrobe and be like, put your trousers on, saying, yeah, I look good. I feel comfortable. I feel happy, and I can still mm-hmm. live my life. And that's the place that you know we, we like to take you is that not too far. You know, to a place where you're like, I feel great. You know, you said to me, you're like Anna. I've done it you know and that's the point that we're looking for is, is when you really feel like that so no I'm I'm so happy to hear hear that you said that and in terms of your your journey as well obviously we've done two photo shoots haven't we so yeah the, just a background of, on our photo shoots we run team photo shoots and our photo shoots a lot of the time the shoots are with people that haven't finished their journey yet because it's to document the part of that journey and to help like Freya said there like she feels confident, she feels happy, she feels sexy, or to make her realise that, you know, she's done well, but she wants to go further. So you did one, didn't you? Um, what point in your journey did you feel like you were when you did the first one? Um, yeah, I felt like I was at a bit of a plateau in my journey. So like, um, I was, I, I feel like it was April time, March or one April. One in April and then one in August. Yeah, so April time was where I'd sort of started the running very, very early days. I don't even think to do in the half. Yeah, and I'd had the holidays. I'd been to Dubai. And in fact, I the photo shoot, I wasn't going to do it. And then literally the night before I said, OK, I'm coming. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't in the I hadn't really focused so much on the photo shoot. So when I got there, I remember thinking, I'm going to do this because I want to do it for myself and I want to see where I'm at. And it's an amazing thing to do to meet all the girls, to meet you and Tori and Jess. But when I looked at the other girls, I did feel like I was um, not as, there were some really lean girls there. There was yeah. definitely some lean girls, but there was girls at the end of their journey, you see. So it sometimes is difficult going to the photo shoot when you're midway through. But to me, it gave me the drive to think, no, you I think you put the link on like the day after. And I literally signed up for the next shoot straight away. I thought, you know what? I've started running now. By the time we do the next shoot, I'll be running even more. I'll be focused even more. And let's see what we can do between now and then. And then, yeah, the second shoot was just even better so you're obviously so and and that's always going to be some of our challenges as females and I think that's that's relative to everybody and it's not something that you should avoid just because you're worried about that feeling because you know that that's like me standing next to Tori and saying well you know she's got a bigger bum than me she might be leaner than me on that shoot and then me almost sort of like not doing it because of that but what what we can do like you said there is that that's what's so great about you doing it on your journey is that sometimes it's a realization for you in that not that you're like, oh, I need to look like them, but you're like, okay, where I am is good, but I can fucking do more. I can do more, you know, and you almost use those. Did you find yourself more using that as inspiration to drive yourself forward a little bit more? Yeah, no, it was 100% inspiration because that's the thing. I think over the years, as I've got older, it's become less about comparison. Yeah. I mean, we, we could all eat the same, train the same and still look different. Yeah. So there's no point comparing our bodies. But to me, it was about inspiration. I looked in the camera, Ben showed me and I thought, mm, yeah, I could do better. I can yeah. do better. Yeah. And yeah, it, that's why that's what I came from that, really. And you, are you glad that you did the photo shoot when you weren't finished as such? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even even just for the experience of doing the shoot and being with the girls and the whole experience of it, not necessarily because I want, you know, to see the pictures or anything like that. It, that was a bonus really. But also 
for any of the girls who do want to do a shoot, I would recommend the two because of what you learn as well. The first one you do is nerve, it is nerve wracking. It's something you've never done before. You're posing in a weird way, like my back killed afterwards. Like, <laughs> literally, you're like, arch the back, get the bum out. Like, I don't even yeah. move like this for Ed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. Um, yeah, so the next time you do it, you already know what Ben's going to say. And you've been practicing. I mean, I was practicing at home, like, right, get the leg out, get the <laughs> and everything um so yeah, I would recommend doing doing two definitely or more if that's what you want to do but yeah for sure definitely do two and don't hesitate doing it because again it's just like starting your journey nothing bad is going to come from doing a shoot at the end of the day if you hate your pictures you never you don't show them to anybody no you don't have to you never have to see them but it's like you said like did you did you learn some things about yourself because I even I did a shoot on last Wednesday with Ben um and you know just sort of embracing a slightly different body shape for me in a different time in my life and I shit myself I always do I always get so nervous but I always yeah. get away from it I, and I learn so much more about myself and I feel so much better for doing it so do you feel like it added to your self-confidence self-belief doing that and, and standing there and putting yourself in a vulnerable position yeah no definitely yeah you do see yourself in a different light because you are celebrating your achievements and and sometimes a lot of the girls and myself included see things that you can't necessarily see at home in the mirror and I know you put the tan on and you put a bit of the oil on and it is meant to define but it's meant to define what you you do actually have there yeah it is yeah yeah it's not it's not about it's not about filters or about fakery it's enhancing what you do have yeah and I couldn't believe when I did the second shoot my tricep popping. I mean, I when I was training for the half, we stopped my weight training because it was just too stressful with, with the work that I was doing at the time. But my tricep was there. <laughs> you, Please, you, don't even, you don't even realise you're at home, but suddenly on the pictures... And that's the thing, it's, it's you and the camera, and it's like, not, not in a scary way. And like you said, he's got some incredible lighting, of course, but there's, there's nothing wrong with that because, all, like you said, he's, all he's doing is enhancing and enhancing the lighting to to make you see exactly what's there but we don't see those things you know you get up in the morning you look in the mirror you're like oh the lighting's a bit shit do you know I mean like in my bedroom here my lighting's crap but it's like and that's where you'll see yourself or you look down and see that and you chuck your clothes on you go to work and it's the end of the day you're bloated you look at your body and you're like oh but actually when you put yourself in a position where you're like okay you know I've worked really hard for this and I'm going to stand in front of a photographer that's going to allow me to see the hard work and you know you looked at your photos and you were like sorry but Anna but I am so proud weren't you <laughs> yeah yeah I just um it is a great feeling it is a great feeling to look at those photos and be like wow that is that is me and that is what I've managed to achieve and yeah it's just great it's a great feeling yeah and and, and the, the best thing about your journey as well is like how many holidays have you been on festivals we've been so to into the <laughs> she is the social butterfly and do you think that there was was there a fear for you when coming into this that those social events would be limited or you would find it challenging around those yeah definitely 100% I mean I remember saying to you at the beginning when I joined it was November and it was mid-November yeah. and I, I remember saying to you mm, do I start now or do I come back to you in January Any question to me when it Let's yeah let's get started yeah. <laughs> we lost yeah. kilos before christmas though didn't we 
We did, we did. Yeah, we lost quite a good chunk before Christmas there. But I think a lot of people do. They're always searching for the right moment, myself included. I, I was always somebody to start. Everybody starts on a Monday, don't they? Everybody starts after they come back from holiday. But the best time to start is just the time. Just just, just start now. <laughs> just, just start. My lighting's a bit dodgy. Yeah, I think that's like, you're, you're 100% right. Like, the... There's always a fear, obviously, before Christmas, because you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to eat. But the thing is, like, if you're if you're in a position where you're unhappy, you're uncomfortable, and you're like, I need to make a change, in the nicest way, why are you giving yourself fucking permission to then go wild at those events? It's like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, if you want to make a change, there's going to be no better time than now. And, like, you know, before, do you, do you think that you acted or behaved differently slightly through Christmas because of what we'd started to do? Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. I was getting out. I was making sure I got my 10,000 steps on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, Christmas Eve. I didn't just sit there and mindfully eat chocolates, which is what, you know, a lot of time we do. Because also the, the food volume at Christmas is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's obscene. It's, it's it great. Is. It's obscene. And, and everyone comes out of it feeling like fucking shit. They do. And, and I think it's a lot of it is marketing. And I do love going into M&S and it's like, oh, they've got the special Christmas puddings and they've got the special custard. And Pigs and black crisps. <laughs> Literally, you, it's, everything's themed Christmas. And you think, I can't buy this at any other point in the year except now. And this is why a lot of people will gain over Christmas or gain a significant amount. Obviously, everybody gains probably a little bit if they are going crazy. But to me, yeah, I just... I managed to manage Christmas quite well and then I came out the other side and I have had a lot of holidays and I have and there is always a little bit of apprehension because you think oh my god I'm going to go on holiday and I'm going to gain or um it's I'm not going to be able to have the holiday that I used to enjoy because I can't just lie there and drink pina coladas all day but to me doing train with Anna isn't about not doing I've, I've enjoyed all of my holidays and yeah, I've gone and I, when I went, to, oh my God, well, obviously, you know, the food in Dubai is incredible. <laughs> Slutty. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. Ed and I could have easily eaten our way through Dubai easily and we would have been very happy, but we had an amazing holiday and we shared so many desserts, shared so many meals so we could try a bit of everything. And I didn't come back feeling completely gluttonous. And we kept active all the time. And this is another thing as well that is just great about training with Anna and having a coach in general is the lifestyle. You don't want, you almost don't want to go on holiday anymore and just lie still for 10 days and just eat crisps. You don't. You want to get up, do your steps, have a bit of time by the pool and then enjoy your puddings, enjoy your cocktails. But you're always balancing it. It's a balancing act. And that is a lifestyle to me a lifestyle is no longer just sort of lying laying still and eating as much as I can because you you understand like at the end of the day like food is freaking incredible no I love food I love (laughs) I love puddings but it's about like you said that balancing that balancing act that you now we've ingrained in you in that you don't need you don't need someone to guide you through that anymore and that's that's the point of what we do is that you know, my goal for, for us when you started was to get you to a position where, you know, in turn, you no longer need me for that thing. There's always going to be something that we then discover that we want to work on together and to keep creating that vision for you that, you know, anything is possible for you right now. You know, anything is possible. All that we've achieved, you never even knew that you could achieve. So it's like, what else can we do? But 
you know, when it comes down to holidays and managing that and still being able to enjoy yourself, like just little swaps up, like I said to you, go to Dubai, have all of this. I sent you the cheesecake, didn't I? I sent you the French toast. <laughs> I was like, just share it, share it with Ed because half of it's half the problem, you know, in terms of half the calories. And it's like, you can still do all of those things. But like you said, going out and getting your steps in and getting a workout in, it makes you feel good, doesn't it? And that's, yeah. do you feel like, I always say, I'm addicted to feeling good. Do you feel like that as well? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, you just want to feel good. You want to be able to be on holiday feeling great, but also come home feeling great. And yeah. I don't want to I don't want to ever feel guilt ever again of coming home. I remember one holiday when I was 14, I'd gone with my friend and her family. I came home and I think it was a two, it was definitely a two-week holiday and I'd gained a stone, a stone in two weeks. And obviously, we're not talking about a stone of pure fat I know a lot of it will be water and things like that but some of it will be fat because I wasn't concentrating on my exercise and my nutrition and things like that and I don't want to ever ever come back from a holiday and feel like oh I need to really restrict myself now because I've, I've, I've been so awful I can still have amazing holidays and in fact Ed and I we often choose holidays that are active because we enjoy being active people. Yeah. I mean, when I came to you in November, I had lost that spark. My fiance Ed had lost his spark too, but now we're both back there where we want to be active. We get a thrill, a, a buzz out of being active, doing those activities and, and but enjoying the food that comes with it. Yeah, and, and like, that's it. Like, it's literally about, you know, me and Simon went on holiday, we went to Ibiza, but every morning we'd get up and do our steps, go for a run or go to the gym. And then we would go and have a semi, it's more, sensible breakfast but then we would have cocktails we'd have you know sandwich mm. and chips but then we would go and do some more steps you know we would go and do something else we'd go swimming and it's again because we want to and also because it, it creates positive behaviors in terms of allowing yourself to have those things and understanding there's nothing wrong with that but you know if you sit on your ass every day and eat chips three times a day and drink 30 cocktails of course you're gonna, of course you're gonna end up uh, end up gaining some weight so no I'm, I'm really pleased like it's been it's been an amazing journey and I'm excited for what's to come. You know, we've got two more half marathons. Yeah, yeah. So I've got my second one Sunday and then I've got my third in October. And then, and then. And then what? And what's then? next? <laughs> well, you're getting married next year, aren't you? Which is obviously going to be an exciting thing that's coming up. But we've got some good time to achieve so much. <laughs> yeah, we have. We've got some time to get back in the gym and get some muscle. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking what's next the future is endless isn't it it is yeah who knows who knows what's going to happen next excited awesome well i that that's all the questions from me um you know and just obviously a big thanks to me for you know your time with me your commitment to me the way that we work together has just been oh, it's a little emotional moment here between me and you it is, yeah. it's been absolutely incredible you know like i get so invested to into people and you know like yeah. you, you communicate yeah. together so often and so frequently that it's just you know it's been yeah. so amazing to watch you grow and I think the biggest the biggest impact for me has been getting the voice notes from you over the last couple of weeks of maintenance you're like Anna I'm a fancy the Chinese but I got the scales out I fucking tracked it we only ordered four dishes I loved every second of it and I feel great you know like getting those yeah. voice notes from you are just um you know it, it fills my soul with joy so it's really good <laughs> oh thank you yeah when I sent you the voice note about the 15 I did run the 15 kilometers which was yeah, you're like quite- yeah, what did you do? Tell, tell everyone what, what happened. Oh, well, I did it at a much faster, well, quite a bit faster pace than I did my half. So now I'm looking forward to my half even more this Sunday because 
the pace is increasing and I mean we haven't even we didn't even touch on the running but that has been a whole other journey in itself is yeah this, what's um what, what's been your biggest learning lesson from learning to run because obviously you know FY we weren't running well we weren't doing any running at all um mm. and we decided that we wanted to get fair running and then I slid her in for a half marathon yeah <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> do you want to do this half marathon I've booked you on um in terms of the running then what, what's been your biggest learning journey because I feel like there's so many discipline lessons that come from it oh gosh so many the main one is the one that you you talk about a lot which is you, you have to run slower than you realize so many people i'll tell you what whilst i've been running i've realized the people who say they don't like running are not running properly yes if running properly if you are running properly and you can breathe and you could maybe talk a little bit and you're just listening to whatever you want to listen to i listen to podcasts personally but that is a good running style and you're and so many people I think just go off too fast which is what I was doing before and you taught me how to run slower to track my heart rate yep. massive thing was tracking the heart rate and over a certain period of time you can then run longer distances and you actually enjoy running so yeah that's my life lesson for anybody who is out there thinking oh, I hate running you don't hate running you're just running too fast yes <laughs> that was not reversed <laughs> at all and this is why I love Freya so much because but this, like this, this is what's so great is that like we only ever want to help you and to help you do better. But it's sometimes like the resistance we have to that. But like you're so right. When I first started running, I was running at like 520 pace, which I'm now doing my tempos at after I've done six months of marathon training. And I'm like, I'm doing it and I'm thinking, no wonder I was gassed. No wonder yeah. I, you know, no wonder I fucked my knee for a year and a half. Like it's just that that's what's so good and I think do you think like the discipline that you apply to that running as well is just for me like that empowers me so much yeah definitely it's the um it's the output at the very end you it is it's sometimes it feels difficult because you think oh, I'm running really slow and I'm trying to keep my heart rate down and that discipline really does pay off after a long period of time you can it's run clicked, for doesn't it? when yeah you, when you yeah. start focusing on it so much and you're like okay I'm just gonna go like I'm just gonna do my run and you stop obsessing about that, that you know oh god I can't run fast I can't run faster then like you did that 15k just clicked just clicked mm. yeah yeah no 100% yeah and that, and that felt really great how did you find the half marathon I, I loved I got that in there I loved the fact that basically we did our half marathon and uh, marathons uh, together and they made it a four loop for the marathon so yeah. everyone doing the half, we got to loop you, and I loved it. I was like, "Fucking come on, then!" <laughs> I, enjoyed, like, I enjoyed all the high fives that we did, and apart from sometimes when, like, when I saw Tori in her hole, like there was like no she eye. Was a, she was in a she was in a bit of a hole, wasn't she? <laughs> short period, short period, but it was an extraordinarily tough half and full marathon for you guys and I know you spoke about this on your podcast already but yeah it was a trail one it was very difficult I, I've been running on the roads I've been running on pavement so this Sunday it's going to be the big half they're shutting all the roads in um yeah. sort of like it's like you've it's like you've got a purpose at this we, we didn't book a very good one did we but it was a good experience for you know it was my first one as well and it's a good experience and yeah. I, I loved I loved that we did it as a team like it was so cool oh yeah that was amazing and the just the fact that we all set off pretty much together and then we all were coming in and finishing and and like clapping and hugging and we had a drink afterwards. it was just it was a really really great experience and I look forward to more training with Anna events 
yeah. in the future. I can't wait to. I, just, I love seeing the girls. I love seeing all of you guys, and uh, that's one of my main reasons I do want to stick around is because I I love being part of the community. That oh, is the so the, the next thing that we're thinking is a uh, a retreat to Ibiza. Oh yes, see, this is up, up my street. If yeah, anyone still, if uh, any coaches listen to this and still that, I'm coming for you because that's going to be grand. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, I can visualise, you know, yoga in the morning, we'll go from some like acai bowls and then in the oh. evening we are going to hit, is it, uh, Usha, how do you say it, Usha? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll do the photo shoot before that and then uh, team out into a Shire. <laughs> yeah, that's going to get loose. I reckon Charlotte will be up for Going to get loose. <laughs> this, is the, this is the sort of stuff we do. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. Like, I really yeah, do like... like hard, play hard. That yeah, is and hard. The, the community that we've got, like, it just is not to in my own horn, but I love it. I just love it. Like, we've got such an amazing team of women and it's just... But no, you know, like all of you girls make it what it is. And it's just, yeah, it's great. And it's exciting. Like, you know, we, we always want to try and do different things with, with the girls. And it's just, yeah, I love it. Love a team yeah. day. It's infectious, isn't it? It really is infectious. Being part of it just feels... Yeah, and, and like the, the photo shoots, like what, how how nice is the day? You know, we do the dinner before the drinks and then the, the, the day, it's just like, it's emotionally overwhelming and I love it. It is, yeah, and it's and it's great when you see similar faces, the same faces coming through, and you get to see girls again. And it's it's just amazing. Yeah, it is awesome. All right, well, I'm I'm really pleased, and thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Have you got any last words of wisdom for anyone who's on the fence about looking up, like you know, getting themselves into a journey like this with us or even on their own? Oh goodness, um, I would just say completely invest in your health without getting too emotional like your health is the one thing you're going to get your return on investment on like you cannot nothing's going to go wrong by investing in your health you have to do it you have to do it for yourself for your future self do it for your future daughters your nieces yeah Yeah, they look up to you and yeah I wish I had somebody like that when I was it's okay when I was younger but yeah yeah but I'm here now. Yeah. And it's you, been amazing. And it continues that, to be amazing. And, and you, do you feel like that's affecting you emotionally? Because it's like you you want to aspire to be that person now for someone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, love it. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to have children one day. And I'd love to, me and Ed have already spoken about, we want to be healthy, fit parents. I don't want my daughter to ever grow up in a world engrossed in diet culture like I did. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, you've been, you've been for a lot, you've been for a big journey, but, you know, stand so proud of yourself to know that you, you've opted to put yourself in this position. You've worked hard for every ounce of it and you're an incredible inspiration to, to the team, to me, uh, and you will be the most incredible mother. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, I will speak to you very soon and thank you so much for your time. And I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Anna. <laughs>